Salwate Disciple and welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's. Today is March 30th, 2023, almost into April. Hope you all are doing well. With that being said, we're going to just dive right on into it. Our prior episode that we had going over the musculature. Um, and then we're just going to kind of do a little pattern. We're going to do a little one-off and go to bones, and then we'll go back to muscles, and then back to bones, and so on and so forth, until I finally cover all of the human body, which seems a little daunting, but hey, you know what, I'm here for it if you are. So yeah, we're going to get into a bunch of bones today. I kind of misspoke um, and said that predominantly bones are going to be Greek-related, but a lot of the bones actually are Latin-related as well. So if you're curious and you want to learn something new, maybe about the bones, or maybe this will help you um, you know, tie in um, into your anatomy class or medical terminology class or something like that. And maybe this helps you kind of, you know, create mnemonics, right? Create ways in which we can remember certain things without us having to do a lot of brain work in order to get there, right? We just kind of embed them within our mind. And then that makes it for easier retrieval later on, aka a test, aka being fancy dancy at a cocktail party and whipping out some cool terminology and talking about it. I don't know. People would probably hate you. No, they wouldn't. I'm just kidding. I hope people don't hate me. Anyways, first word that we're going to get into is cranium. Cranium, the skull or the bone that houses and protects the brain, uh, is etymologically derived from cranium, which comes from the Latin cranium, meaning skull. Next one is maxilla, maxilla, the upper jaw bone, which forms the upper part of the face and houses the upper teeth. If you didn't know, now you know. Maxilla comes from the Latin maxilla, again, meaning jaw bone. Mandible, however, is the lower jaw bone, which forms the lower part of the face and houses the lower teeth. So maxilla, upper, mandible, lower. The word mandible comes from the Latin mandibula, aka lower jaw. Clavicle. Clavicle is our next one, aka the collarbone, which connects the shoulder blade to the sternum. The word clavicle comes from the Latin clavicula, uh, meaning small key. And it's a small key that connects the soldier blade to the sternum. I don't know. Scapula. Scapula here, the shoulder blade, which connects the upper arm to the rib cage, uh, comes from the Latin word scapula, meaning shoulder blade. So as you can see, a lot of the Latin actually overlaps into the medicine. So cool beans. How about the ribs, the intercostals, right? The bones of the rib cage, which protect the chest organs, etymologically come from Old English ribbon, meaning ribs. Okay. Intercostals, inter meaning between, costes uh, comes from the from the Latin, actually, uh, costa costis, uh, which means a rib. So inter meaning in between or between, and then co costal referring to a rib from costa, costa costalis. Um, next one we're going to have here is sternum. Remember when we had the sternocleidomastoid? Sternocleidomastoid is the muscle in the front. It actually um, connects it. It, it, it probably inserts, I don't know if it originates into the sternum, but the breastbone, that's what the sternum is, which connects the ribs and provides the support for the chest organs. 
etymologically sternum comes from the Latin sternum, meaning chest. Vertebra or vertebrae. Uh, A-E ending making it the nominative plural form, form. Nominative plural form. There we go. A-K-A plural amount of vertebra. A-K-A many. A-K-A the bones of the spine, which form the spinal column. You have your cervical, thoracic, lumbar, and then sacral region at the very bottom. The word vertebra comes from the Latin vertebra, meaning joint. Number nine, our ninth word, sacrum. Sacrum, the triangular bone at the base of the spine, which connects the spine to the hip bones. The, the word sacrum comes from the Latin sacrum, meaning sacred. So I'm assuming that it's sacred because it pertains to that region, that inguinal region, right, where, you know, towards the hips, a.k.a. that fertile region, rather sacred. Coccyx, the tailbone, which is the remnant of the, of the tail in humans. That's what a coccyx is. If you didn't know, that's why it's called the tailbone. Um, it comes from the Latin, or I'm sorry, the Greek coccyx, spelled K-O-K-K-Y-X, meaning cuckoo. AKA peekaboo. AKA because I guess that there's that little hole. So when you peep through the hole, you're like, all right, hey, cuckoo. Like a little owl poking out of the hole of the tree. I don't know. Maybe they're having some fun linguistic uh, word throwing together. I don't know. Anyways, pelvis. The pelvic bone, which connects the leg to the spine, etymologically comes from the Latin pelvis or pelvis, meaning the basin, aka the basin of the trunk, right? Your pelvic region, that, that's kind of like the foundation. And uh, your pelvic region is such an important region to strengthen and keep strong. Next one we have here is patella. Patella is the kneecap which provides protection and stability to the knee joint. The word patella comes from the Latin patella meaning plate. Tarsals, the seven bones of the ankle which form the ankle joint, come from the Latin tarsus meaning ankle. Next one we have here are the metatarsals. Meta meaning beyond tarsals coming from tarsus ankle. So beyond the ankle, aka the five bones of the foot, which form the arch of the foot. The word metatarsals comes from the Greek metatarsos, meaning longer bones, or you can do the assimilated form that I did, meta meaning beyond tarsus ankle, beyond the ankle, aka the longer bones, the five bones of the foot. Last word that we're going to get into here are the phalanges, the bones of the fingers and toes, which form the joints of the hands and feet. The word phalanges comes from the Greek phalanges, or the phalanges, I don't know how to pronounce it, meaning fingers. And actually, not my last one, because there's another one that I wanted to get into as well. I thought that this one's always fun. Uh, acetabulum, it comes from acetum, meaning vinegar. Um and bulum, meaning a vessel for, comes from bule, 
Um, so this is a vessel for vinegar, aka acetabulum refers to the vinegar cup. Um, the reason why it is called the vinegar cup is because it looks a little bit like a vinegar cup. And if you didn't know, that was kind of like what you did. If you think about it back in antiquity, um, they would have a saucer for vinegar um, that was there to dip certain things in, right? Uh, like, for instance, think about what's a what's a pretty dank dish that you think about when you go to an Italian restaurant and they serve as an appetizer. You get your uh, your bread and you get your olive oil and vinegar, vinegar, right? Something about it, salt and vinegar chips, right? Something about that vinegar is a nice, nice, delicious quality. Kind of like if you think about pickles. Pickles delicious. I'm even thinking about it and it's making my mouth water. I know that that might sound too much for you guys, a little TMI. Apologies for that. But yeah, that's where we get um, vinegar cup. So that's your acetabulum. And I don't know, I was kind of riffing off there, but the acetabulum is actually a part of the hip the tailbone. So the ilium bone, the hip joint. So if you didn't know, now you know. I hope you guys learned something new. And if you did, I would love that support that I mentioned going on over to Spotify, Apple Podcast, Audible, Amazon Music, you name it. I'm trying to be there. So if you did learn something new, try to find me on those forums and follow me if you can or subscribe or leave a rating or a review or anything. Really appreciate it. With that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Tempest says, Discovery.